97.1 The Ticket, the Jamie and Stoney Show. Joining us now, former Red Wing, former King, former Star, former Ranger. He now has a book out. It's called Ice Capades, a memoir of fast living and tough hockey. Sean Avery joining us here on 97.1 The Ticket. What's up, Sean? How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for thanks for coming on. First of all, I guess, just give us an update. Where are you? Other than writing a book, what are you up to these days? Um, I'm in New York. Uh, I uh, started the book. Uh, it's been a two-year journey. I'd say about six months into it, a friend of mine, Peter Berg, put me in a movie called Patriots Day. I was on the train ride home back to New York and thought to myself, well, that's the closest thing from a feeling standpoint that I've had since I stopped playing. It's the closest thing to playing in, uh, in Madison Square Garden, fighting at center ice, 300 people on a street, and a, 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 a director says action, and all of a sudden all the energy goes into two or three people. And I was hooked from that moment on being an actor, and I came back to New York, and I hooked up with a teacher in a studio here, and I've been working for the last year and a half, and I think now... I'm either going to be a working actor or I'll be a broke actor trying to be a working actor. <laughs> now, I saw, I saw the movie. What role did you play? Were you just an extra or did you have a few lines? I had a few lines uh, in a scene with Wahlberg uh, just as they found the, 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 the second brother in the boat. I was a Watertown cop. Oh, cool. Nice. Now, obviously your NHL career started here in Detroit, and there's just, just reading about that. Brought back me a lot of memories from covering you guys. So I'm just going to throw a few things out there. I'd just rather you expand on it. Uh, number one, your time's at the Post Bar. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's a better bar in the history of sports. Um, for a 20-year-old to be able to walk into a bar and pretty much have the pick of the litter. <laughs> I never got a bill at the end of the night. And... Um, you know, it was the greatest. It was the greatest. Really kind of just an amazing, amazing time for, for that for that place. We're talking to Sean Avery, former Red Wing here, Troy Laser Hotline, Jamie and Stoney on 97 won the ticket. It felt to me, Sean, like when you got traded to L.A. Uh, midway through the 2003 season, I, I just feel like you were about to really hit it big here. I felt like you were the kind of player. You got obviously connected with the community, like Stoney just mentioned. And, and Red Wing fans love a player like you. Did you feel that way here, and were you bummed to go to L.A., or were you thrilled to go to L.A.? I mean, I, I was thrilled just because it was an opportunity to go to a team where I knew I was going to play more. Um, when I was writing the book, I would use the box score for, the, for games as sort of my memory bank, and it would kind of kick in as I would look and see, oh, we played in Chicago that night, I, I had an assist. The month of December before I got traded to L.A., I think I had a point a game playing for the Red Wings. I think I had eight or nine points in the month of, of December. Um, so no question, you're right. I was definitely on the upswing, and that was sort of when I started to find my footing in the league and obviously go on to have a pretty good career. Um, and, the, and they made the move to bring in Matthew Schneider because they were trying to take a run at it again. And sometimes those moves work, and sometimes they don't. Now, when you were traded, uh, Ken Holland basically kind of—I don't want to say badmouth you, but uh, said some things. Because later in the book, uh, you talk about when you returned to Detroit, and uh, to put it bluntly, you have "fu Ken Holland" three times on one page. Talk <laughs> about your relationship with him. Um, well, it was always what I thought to be very strong. Uh, obviously, the guy's been 
an unbelievable GM in the league for a long time. I think the thing that, that really bothered me is he made a comment about if I questioned if, if I was really dedicated to the game. And, you know, I played a long time in the NHL. I learned how to be a, a conditioned athlete from a guy by the name of Chris Draper. I was one of the best conditioned athletes in the NHL over the last 20 years. Um, so when, when Ken Holland questioned whether I was committed to the game, you know, that really kind of bothered me because that was a statement that he knew nothing about. Um, I think he was questioning whether I was committed to being the best on-ice player that I could possibly be. And that's not what my focus was. My focus was being the best player that Sean Avery could be, which was to make sure that I had the longest career possible and I was going to play a certain way. And that didn't mean that I didn't love the game or I, didn't, I wasn't preparing myself for, for the future. But what didn't that have to do with maybe your party lifestyle? I mean, he told Cronwall to stay away with you and stay away from you when uh, he came to be a Red Wing? Yeah, Zetterberg. Zetterberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I guess the ironic thing is that I learned from the best partiers in the history of the game, like Chelios, <laughs> Joey Kosher. Uh, uh, you could throw Dominic Hasek in that in that pile. Uh, the list goes on. We're talking to Sean Avery here on ninety-seven won the ticket. Um, hockey's the only sport that I know of where they have terms like enforcer and agitator. Did you make a conscious effort at any point in your career to be that, or did you always just? I guess, did controversy always find you, Sean, or did you say, okay, if I'm going to make it, I want to go down one of these roads? Well, I'd played the same way since I was 11 years old, so I hadn't really put a, ta- a term on it. I think it's interesting now that the enforcer doesn't exist in the NHL. I think that the agitator is always going to be able to exist as long as there's an agitator that knows how to skate and pass. And um, skating was my specialty, and I, I was a great skater. I could skate with the best players in the league. Clearly, playing in Detroit in 2002 as a rookie, you had to be able to skate. Um, so I, I never consciously called myself that, but I knew exactly what I was doing, and I knew the type of game that I was playing, and I knew if I wasn't, if I wasn't pissing off the other team, then I wasn't playing my game. See, I, lo- I love... And we, we obviously followed your career closely after you left because you stayed in the news, but obviously because you started with the Red Wings. And we're talking to Sean Avery, whose book, Ice Capades, a memoir of fast living and tough hockey, is out right now. I loved the whole Sean Avery rule thing because I thought it was a guy who found a loophole in the sport and took advantage of it oh, until it was taken out. In front out. of Brodeur. Yeah, yeah, waving the stick. And, and obviously, for the, the, you know, the, the traditionalists of hockey, they hated it. But I just thought it was damn creative. So, you know... A lot of people are called geniuses when they find loopholes in the sport, like Bill Belichick. You know, why, why were you such a bad guy for finding a loophole in the sport? Well, I think I did it in a, in a, in a sport that, that celebrates um, the same. And I think when I did that, it was something that they were – I think that, that the people that, that chastised me for that, they were almost embarrassed that there was a loophole so obvious. <laughs> and when I made the decision to go out there and, 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 and do that to Brodeur, it just made sense. We, we have this term of screening the goalie, Thomas Holmstrom, the best guy ever to stand in front of the net and screen the goalie. Well, 
why not screen the goalie where you could actually see the goalie's eyes? <laughs> that's right. right. That's it what I like. You're a trendsetter, for God's sakes. And that's sort of what I did. And then I went to bed that night, and I woke up, and they had either created a rule or changed an existing rule. I still don't know. Yeah. Well, could, not many hockey players have rules named after them, that's for sure. No. Now, no. Could, you, could you describe your steam bath with Shelly and Scotty Bowman simultaneously? <laughs> well, I was always in the steam room with Shelly. Uh, Charlie invented the Desert Storm ride where he used to put the, the electric, uh, the, the bicycle in the sauna. Right. And he would just ride and ride and ride and he wouldn't stop riding until he felt like every ounce of beer was out of his body. <laughs> um, and then every once in a while you'd get lucky enough to have Scotty roll in and the conversation would always go into a very interesting direction. Scotty Bowman at that moment became a student of Sean Avery and wanted to know all about me and where I came from and... It's just one of the most amazing stories that I personally remember over my career. I've often wondered this, and I've asked Chris Chelios this question. Does he know everybody on the planet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, well, he knows every cool person on the planet. <laughs> I know. You were talking about some of the parties that you had at his, his place with Kid Rock and Sylvester Stallone and all that stuff. That must have been a lot of, a lot of fun and not too many good-looking women either, huh? No, it was a real ugly crowd, <laughs> definitely. Do you still have any type of relationship with uh, Dion Phaneuf at all? Because I, no. I, know, you, I know you regret well, the comments. Well, I never had a relationship with him, <laughs> right. except through, I guess, six degrees or one degree of separation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I, 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 we're, we're definitely not going to have a beer with each other anytime soon. They dated the same woman, for people who don't know. That's all in the book. The book is <laughs> Ice Capades, a memoir of fast living and tough hockey. Former Red Wings Sean Avery is our guest. Hey, Sean, it's awesome. The book's awesome. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks again. All right, there he is. Sean Avery joining us here. Jamie and Stoney on 97.1 The Ticket.